Welcome to Veterans Radio Hour on VBN, Veterans Broadcast Network. With host Ranger Doug. And here's Ranger Doug. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. And welcome to our 35th and 36th programs. Tonight we're going to split our 12th program, Music of War, into two parts and issue it as a 4th of July retrospective on the same evening. And really it's going to commemorate more than just the 4th of July because for the United States, the period between 1 July and 4 July has been very productive over the years. Key among those periods We have to remember that two major battles of the Civil War were concluding or being fought between 1 and 3 July. The long siege at Vicksburg, Mississippi, which was eventually commanded by and won by General U.S. Grant, took place between 1 and 3 July, as well as Gettysburg, the great battle in the North, commanded by General George Gordon Meade against forces of Robert E. Lee, was fought between 1 and 3 July. Interestingly enough, if we go back further than that, George Washington assumed command of the Continental Army on 3 July, 1776, while the war had been underway for over a year. And in fact, then on July 4th, 76, of course, the Declaration of Independence was formally adopted. So that period has been very productive for the United States. And we decided to issue this tonight on the idea that music of war and the wars that we fought ran through those periods. Very important. And we begin with a, a description of a World War II music by Lieutenant General Retired and Mrs. David E. Grange, Jr., Brigadier General Retired David Grange's parents. It's important to note also that we do everything we do on this program from simply open source. We don't get into partisan politics. We are on 12-plus platforms now, and we ask that you subscribe. And uh, I'm Ranger Doug, and of course, I don't need an introduction because I'm just the dealer in this card game. Let's join the program in progress. It's the Veterans Radio Hour. Send the word, send the word over there. The girl who loves a soldier is the girl who adores a parade. Welcome to Veterans Radio Hour. This is a special episode, The Music of War. And here's your host, General Grange. Tonight we've got a different program for you. We'll be covering some very interesting aspects of music of war. Thank you, Ranger Doug. And tonight, welcome all of you to Music of War. Music, how it affects the GI and their loved ones at home. It's morale builder. It's enabler of courage, pride, patriotism, team building. Why GIs and veterans tie themselves to certain songs. Songs written by veterans, songs written by non-veterans. About war, or even not about war. But GIs tie those songs to war. Songs that are positive to some, negative to others. Some an expression of anti-war or anti-military. Some that motivate citizens to enlist, re-enlist. Some drinking songs, some fighting songs. Some shared between nations. 
some that want you to get home, some that inspire you to kick the enemy's ass. Songs are played or sung at military, social events, gatherings, after funerals, sports events, and parades. Songs that make you laugh and cry. Cadences are sung during physical training, PT. Some between enemies across the front lines at Christmas time. War songs are a big part of the military culture in all services. Stay with us as we move from World War II through Afghanistan with our veterans and spouses, the guests tonight. retired David E. Grange Jr. and his lovely wife Lois. General Grange had an astonishing career, entering the Army as a private during World War II in the early 1940s and becoming a paratrooper, serving with the 517th Parachute Infantry Regiment in the campaign in Italy, as well as making the combat jump into southern France in August in support of the landings already made at Normandy. And from there, he and his unit fought all the way across France and Europe until he finally found himself in the Battle of the Bulge and beyond. After that, he served two tours during the Korean War, where he made two more combat parachute jumps. Then he served three tours in Vietnam. In the course of his astonishing career, he has been awarded the Combat Infantryman's Badge three times. He has three stars on his Master Parachutist wings, as well as he has also been awarded three silver stars and many other decorations for valor and fidelity. He served not only as platoon leader, company commander, special forces team leader, battalion commander, brigade commander, assistant division commander, division commander, and army commander. He also commanded the infantry center and school at Fort Benning, where I met him in 1980. I also met him again during the 1983 second of the best ranger competitions, which also bear his name, the David E. Grange Jr. Best Ranger Competition. An amazing man with an amazing wife, and together they're approaching their 75th anniversary. General and Mrs. Grange will begin with that memorable song, I'll be seeing you. And Mrs. Grange, how about telling us a little bit about how that song affected you? Thank you, ma'am. Thank you, Ranger Doug. Uh, well, uh, when uh, the beginning of World War II, we didn't have uh, transistor radios or TV or anything. We had jukeboxes. And so we all went to these pavilions around the lake. They played these lovely songs. We danced. We gazed into each other's eyes. And we sang from our hearts. 
in all the old familiar places that this heart of mine embraces all day through in that small cafe the park across the way the children's carousel Chestnut trees, the wishing well. I'll be seeing you in every lovely summer's day, in everything that's light and gay. I'll always think of you that way. I'll find you in the morning sun, and when the night is new, I'll be looking at the moon. But I'll. instrumental in the war, a song everybody knows, Praise the Lord and Pass the Ammunition. Praise the Lord and Pass the Ammunition. Praise the Lord and Pass the Ammunition. Praise the Lord and Pass the Ammunition and we'll all stay free. Praise the Lord and swing into position. Can't afford to be a politician. Praise the Lord, we're all between perdition and All aboard, we ain't a-going fishing. Praise the Lord. 
General Grange, I'm sure you did a lot of praising the Lord, but I know you passed a lot more ammunition, not only hand-to-hand, but shooting it at people. How about giving us an impression of what that song meant to you? It meant an awful lot to us. It meant a lot to the soldiers, and all the members of the armed forces at that time, because we were still... You know, we were still burning from the uh, wreck at, uh, the raid on Pearl Harbor, where we were taken by surprise and took a hell of a beating. And that was our way of getting back. Then when we had uh, Jimmy Doolittle led the raid on Tokyo, shortly thereafter, uh, Tokyo, the, the capital of Japan. And in a way, we were getting revenge very early in the war and pay those people back for the best of the act that started World War II. Thank you, General Grange. That was priceless. So now we move into the Korean War, which unfortunately we find we had demobilized, and it meant that many who had fought in World War II had to be called back to serve again. And luckily, since not a lot of time elapsed between 1945 and 1950, there were men like General Grange who stood ready to go back out to the battlefield and serve multiple tours in a war that seems to have never ended. As a matter of fact, although an armistice was declared, the war still goes on today. One of the songs that was made famous during the Korean War was the Tennessee Waltz, which you'll hear next. I was dancing with my darling to the Tennessee Waltz When an old friend I happened to see Introduced her to my loved one And while they were dancing My friend stole my sweetheart from me I remember the night and the Tennessee walls now I know just how much I have lost yes I lost my little darling the night they were playing the beautiful Tennessee Walls You're listening to Veterans Radio Hour on VBN Veterans Broadcast Network We'll be right back the trucking industry was born by the military during World War I and therefore became the father of the trucking industry. Being a truck driver achieved national attention in the 1960s, when songs and movies included truck driving as a part of the storyline. If you're looking for an easy job that pays well, then GTS Transportation is looking for you. GTS Transportation is a leading transportation company with a great history. We are an international company with opportunities all around the world. Apply now by going to our website, gtscarrier.com, or call us at 847-754-4667. That number again, 847-754-4667. 
Apply now and become a part of truck driving history. Dallas Corporation and Dallas Logistics, a proud supporter of the Veterans Broadcast Network for over 19 years. High-quality printing services and warehouse distribution has been our hallmark since 1985, serving Fortune 100 companies for over 35 years. Check us out at www.dallascorp.com. Attention, all U.S. veterans. You have served this country with honor and pride. So why is it so difficult to receive the benefits you deserve? Filing a VA claim is complicated. It's cumbersome and time-consuming. Many veterans have a problem identifying what conditions they should apply for. VDAC, Veterans Disability Application Caddy, is an online application that greatly assists you with filling out your application and identifying the disabilities that you're entitled to. The VDAC process takes about 15 to 30 minutes from start to finish. The entire process is simple and easy to use. The software automatically cross-references the VA database to determine what presumptive conditions you are entitled to as well as any secondary conditions. Once done, a fully completed VA form is generated with supporting material. To find out more, go to nifv.org and click on the VDAC button. Again, the website is nifv.org and click on VDAC. We're back, and here's your host, Ranger Doug. And this song, Unforgettable, is a terrific Nat King Cole arrangement that everyone is familiar with through not only Nat King himself, but also the song he sung, or his daughter sung with him. Unforgettable That's what you are Unforgettable Though near or far Like a song of love That clings to me How the thought of you Does things to me Never before Has someone been more Unforgettable In every way And forevermore That's how you'll stay That's why, darling It's incredible that someone so unforgettable thinks that I am unforgettable too.
Mrs. Grange, what did you think about having your husband have to go back to war a second time? And how did this song affect you and your family? Well, um, by that time we were married, we had our son, David. We had no home other than the home we were brought up in. And so all the wives went back home, which we did, and I did with our son, David. He was unforgettable. Nat King Cole, he pronounced every word. Everybody could sing the song with him. Uh, it was it was very touching. He was uh, a, a great singer, and like I say, everyone could sing the words with him. I'll never forget that song. That's wonderful. Thank you, ma'am. And now another song from that same era, the Chattanooga Choo Choo. I 
used to call funny face. She's gonna cry until I tell her that I'll never roam. So Chattanooga choo-choo, won't you choo-choo me home? Chattanooga, Chattanooga, get aboard. Chattanooga, Chattanooga, all aboard. or did you have to fight up and down the peninsula? Over to you. No, I got there, I got there by uh, the, the movement that uh, my, my branch of the service, the infantry, always used. That was by our feet, our jump boots. And we were up on the, up close to the Yalu River when the Chinese came into war and they drove us back to Pyongyang. And we, I was in Pyongyang at that time and we were on a, a great march back toward Seoul. They drove us all the way back to Seoul because they outnumbered us about uh, five to one. And the reinforcements hadn't really arrived in Korea yet. But we had a lot of very well-experienced NCOs and a lot of great soldiers, and a lot of great uh, officers who led us through the World War II. And they even were called back because they had joined reserve units. And they had stayed in the Army because they liked the Army. They, they found a home there. I certainly did. And so we were there. We had a tremendous, uh, a small army initially, but we had a great army, a well-experienced army and a tough army. And we knew how to fight. And so that's how we managed to survive, and we hung on until we had reinforcements, and then we, we, we drove those guys back up to the Yellow River again. That's great. And during the time, as we discussed earlier, technology wasn't as prevalent as it, as it is today, but did you ever think of that song uh, while you were there, or did it, was it something that you became aware of after you were able to get out of Korea after your service in the war was over? No, you have to remember that, that most of the travel in World War II, the whole period of the Korean War, was by rail. The military moved by rail. We had an excellent rail system in America in those days. And so the, uh, the song went along with rail travel. So it fitted in very nicely to the soldiers' way of getting from one point to another, and particularly over to the combat zone and to the ports of embarkment. And so they all traveled by, by rail. Everybody went by rail. Nobody flew except the, and a very, very special few and the Air Force. And there wasn't even an Air Force then. It was, it was part of the Army Air Force. And so uh, we got to remember that. The rail played an important part in our victory in both World War II and our service and our performance of duty in Korea. General and Mrs. Grange, we also have a, an important question for you because, of course, it gets back to the idea of entertainers and how they served the military. The famous band leader, Glenn Miller, entered the military and became a captain. And one dark night disappeared over the English Channel, which caused everyone in the United States and around the world a great deal of grief. No one knows what happened to him or his airplane. Would you think about that? Do you remember when that happened and what you were thinking? Mrs. Grange, first, please. There were fewer bands in those days. And so 
uh, every band that was good was very, very popular. Uh, when he uh, was down over the English Channel, uh, it made the news um, back home. Uh, everybody was stunned. It was, um, it was, he was such a big personality that uh, everybody knew who he was. It wasn't like some of the bands today that uh, you've, most people have never heard of, but since there were fewer bands and better bands, I think it, uh, it just struck everybody as uh, such a waste. Uh, he was uh, such a lovely um, man, uh, served his country. Um, everybody at, back home was so proud of him and just distraught when he uh, died. Yeah, I can remember it had a tremendous effect on the Army. Uh, I, mean, I, was, I was a listed soldier then. I was a PFC. And I know all of us were shocked to hear that he had been, he had been missing in that, in that crash over the English Channel. He was a very popular man. He was, his band was very popular. They went out of their way to be, be generous with their time with the military. And, and the Army took it, took it pretty, pretty heavily as far as uh, being blue for several days or weeks. When when the word the word first came out, we couldn't believe that that had happened. It was a great loss for all, for America. Believe me, that's wonderful, sir. Thank you very much. And it's an odd coincidence that the actor that played Ashley Wilkes in Gone with the Wind, Leslie Howard, also disappeared off the coast of Spain in 1943. Another entertainer went to war in the British intelligence service. You're listening to Veterans Radio Hour on VBN Veterans Broadcast Network. We'll be right back. The trucking industry was born by the military during World War I and therefore became the father of the trucking industry. Being a truck driver achieved national attention in the 1960s when songs and movies included truck driving as a part of the storyline. If you're looking for an easy job that pays well, then GTS Transportation is looking for you. GTS Transportation is a leading transportation company with a great history. We are an international company with opportunities all around the world. Apply now by going to our website, gtscarrier.com, or call us at 847-754-4667. That number again, 847-754-4667. Apply now and become a part of truck driving history. Dallas Corporation and Dallas Logistics, a proud supporter of the Veterans Broadcast Network for over 19 years. High quality printing services and warehouse distribution has been our hallmark since 1985, serving Fortune 100 companies for over 35 years. Check us out at www.dallascorp.com. Attention all U.S. veterans. You have served this country with honor and pride. So why is it so difficult to receive the benefits you deserve? Filing a VA claim is complicated. It's cumbersome and time-consuming. Many veterans have a problem identifying what conditions they should apply for. VDAC, Veterans Disability Application Caddy, is an online application that greatly assists you with filling out your application and identifying the disabilities that you're entitled to. The VDAC process takes about 15 to 30 minutes. 
from start to finish. The entire process is simple and easy to use. The software automatically cross-references the VA database to determine what presumptive conditions you are entitled to, as well as any secondary conditions. Once done, a fully completed VA form is generated with supporting material. To find out more, go to nifv.org and click on the VDAC button. Again, the website is nifv.org and click on VDAC. We're back, and here's your host, Ranger Doug. So that takes us out of Korea and into the interwar period. And a song that was famous at the time was I'll Be Seeing You in Apple Blossom Time, which means a lot to General and Mrs. Grange. Be with you in apple blossom time. I'll be with you to change your name to mine. One day I'll come and say, Happy the bride that the sun shines on today. space on Broadway for that act. The song is very special to Lois and I because we sang that and we danced to that song as youngsters and then we still, still love to hear it and we still try to dance when we hear it being played. And, and we are still together. For 75 years, this has been Mrs. Grange and she's been with me. 
my the best ranger I ever had in my ranger team. And <laughs> I'd like to say that was the first song we ever danced to. And getting back to the songs and the war, uh, if you remember, we had no transistor radios. We had nothing in the car. We didn't even have car radios. And so we sang. Everybody sang. And that's why the songs were so important, because everybody knew every word to every song on the way to high school. Everybody in the bus sang. Whenever you went anywhere, you sang. Songs were very, very important in those days. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. If you are one of the 20 million veterans who served in the United States military, then this message is for you. During your time in the service, you might have experienced conditions and mishaps that have or will have an impact on your health and quality of life. Sometimes it takes years for these conditions to manifest themselves. Most veterans ignore the early warning signs and therefore miss opportunities that could have improved their health or extended their life. It is important that you identify underlying conditions early while you have a chance to make a difference. The VDAC software was created to help you identify presumptive service-connected conditions as well as assist you with filling out any of your VA disability forms. Not every veteran wants to file a claim. However, knowing what health issues to be aware of is an added benefit of living a long, healthy life. For those who want to file for their VA disability, the VDAC application greatly simplifies and expedites this process and therefore produces a perfectly filled out VA disability form with supporting material. For more information, go to nifv.org. Again, that's nifv.org. The goal of VDAC, the Veterans Disability Application Caddy, is to empower you, the veteran, with a quick and easy tool that aids you with filling out your VA disability forms. My father was the, the best truck driver I've ever known in my life. Like a family tradition. I'm a truck driver myself. I drove around the states with my cat. To be the truck driver, you not just only see where you go, you see the world in the larger perspective. This is a really good time to be in the trucking industry. The dispatchers get good loads for them. The equipment is very new and then it's very reliable. At GTS Transportation, we make dreams come true by employing truck drivers, dispatchers, mechanics, and many other occupations. Consider joining our rapidly expanding team where we put quality, human dignity, and respect back into the workforce. Contact us by visiting our website at gtscarrier.com or call us at 847-754-4667. That number again. 847-754-4667. Welcome back to Veterans Radio Hour. You can't win a war without a war song. You can't fight the foe without a tune. Soldiers need a martial air that comes on like over there. Oh, you can't fire a gun declared a loon. Here's your co-host. Ranger Doug. So years after Korea, with various political and other pieces still out of place since World War II, we found ourselves covertly entering Vietnam and Indochina through a number of means originally involving small teams, the CIA, and special forces. But by the time we entered Vietnam in earnest in 1965, a lot of music had been generated. And one of the most famous of the time, Run Through the Jungle by Creedence Clearwater Revival, the family of which actually had quite a tie to the military, and the brothers actually served in the National Guard. 
You'll listen to that song now. Yeah. Hey. 
So there we heard a second song by Creedence Clearwater Revival. Only that fortunate son described somebody whose father was important and got out of the war. Now we have with us Brigadier General Retired Dave Grange, whose father, Lieutenant General Retired Dave Grange, was already in war twice. And instead of being the fortunate son that checks out, this General Grange, a lieutenant at the time, checks in. So tell us what that song meant to you at the time, younger General Grange. Well, I heard this uh, when I was still back in the States, of course. And um, it these, this is an example of a song that just the GIs picked up because you had to draft that. And you know, a lot of people didn't have a choice about going to war or not because they were drafted. And uh, you, But you had volunteers as well. And so the song kind of goes to those that could get out of the draft. It didn't sit well with a lot of a lot of soldiers, and so it's a you know we they thing, especially when you you get overseas to Indochina. So this song also reminds me of of certain movies like Forrest Gump and his buddy Bubba, and uh, that it's just good good songs for the GIs to get fired up on. And these are things when you're back in the base camp. Sometimes when you get a chance to have a beer or something. You actually had GIs dance around a circle together or something to the music just to relieve some stress. But the song definitely identified you with Vietnam, that time, that particular war. And any time it plays, I, I, I think of Vietnam every time I hear it. You don't hear it much unless you put those particular songs on on a car radio, which we're fortunate to have <laughs> during our war. Uh, but that was my, my first time overseas. And my father was actually there almost the whole first tour I had. And so uh, he's very familiar with that song as well. Thank you, General. That was great. So we've got another guest with us tonight, a colleague of General Granges from Vietnam is going to talk about a song with us. And that's John Binkley. And John, the song we've got here, obviously you and General Grange both know, I've heard it many times, For What It's Worth by Buffalo Springfield, one of the early supergroups. So, John, how about giving us a short intro? Over to you, sir. Yes, thank you, Ranger Doug. Uh, I enlisted was in the 82nd Airborne Division originally. I was later commissioned. I did two tours in the Old Guard doing national-level and White House ceremonies. I served in Vietnam as a platoon leader in the 101st Airborne. I later commanded a company in the 101st Airborne. I commanded Aviation Company in 3rd ID in Germany and with Task Force 160. I was later the Deputy Commander of the 160. I did a tour on the Army Staff and Special Operations, commanded Aviation Battalion in Korea, and I was the Deputy Director of the State Department's Counter Narcotics Air Wing in uh, South America. Well, John, as you know, that, that song opens with the words, Something's happening here. What it is ain't exactly clear. And what did those lyrics in that song mean to you at that time? Over to you. Well, it was one of the several rock and roll songs that the people remember from the war, along with Nowhere Nowhere to Run and I've Got to Get Out of This Place, which was applicable to all of us almost every day in Vietnam. But you know, Ranger Doug, there was music for everybody. There was uh, country music from Johnny Cash, with Ring of Fire, uh, Walking the Line, Patsy Cline, uh, John Denver with Country Roads, Tula Clark had a lot of music then. There was a lot of soul music played in Vietnam. Marvin Gaye, Stevie Wonder, Smokey Robinson, uh, 
with his famous "Stand by Me," and uh, "Ain't No Mountain High Enough." So all these, all this music uh, brings back several memories that we had on a on a daily basis. Uh, most of these songs ring true, as Dave said, when you're back in a fire base or a, in the rear in a in a more relaxed atmosphere. Uh, they even had uh, Korean and Filipino bands that would come and sing all these American songs, even with their accent. We thought they were they were great, so it did a great deal for morale. There's something happening here. What it is ain't exactly clear. There's a man with a gun over there. Telling me I got to beware. I think it's time we stop, children. What's that sound? Everybody, look what's going down. There's battle lines being drawn. Nobody's right if everybody's wrong. Young people speaking their minds are getting so much resistance from behind. Time we stop. Hey, what's that sound? Everybody, look what's going down. Paranoia strikes deep. Your life it will creep It starts when you're always afraid Step out of line, the man come and take you away We better stop, hey, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down Stop, hey, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down We better stop now, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down That's wonderful. That's a great memory, and I think that's something common to, to all service people is the music and, and certain kinds of art like that uh, do help us keep up morale. It gives you something to think about, keep your mind occupied, and so forth. Thank you for that memory. I just want to say AFN went out of their way to uh, provide something for everybody. I remember one day recalling teacher landing zones in a loach, and the pilot had uh, AFN turned into the Alabama football game which in the early 70s I thought was a trip to be able to hear the football game flying around in Vietnam. And thank you for that, John. ASN, the abbreviation, stands for the Armed Forces Network, now known as Armed Forces Radio and Television Service, AFRTS. Uh, it's, a, it's a service that's run by the Department of Defense for service people around the world. It's even inspired people such as Johnny Cash and Marty Robbins, who were working with the radio to pursue their music careers. And it's a hell of a service for, for everyone. Plays all kinds of music, sponsors all kinds of events, and brings over real talent. You're listening to Veterans Radio Hour on VBN, Veterans Broadcast Network. We'll be right back. The trucking industry was born by the military during World War I and therefore became the father of the trucking industry. Being a truck driver achieved national attention in the 1960s, when songs and movies included truck driving as a part of the storyline. Ah, 
If you're looking for an easy job that pays well, then GTS Transportation is looking for you. GTS Transportation is a leading transportation company with a great history. We are an international company with opportunities all around the world. Apply now by going to our website, gtscarrier.com, or call us at 847-754-4667. That number again, 847-754-4667. Apply now and become a part of truck driving history. Dallas Corporation and Dallas Logistics, a proud supporter of the Veterans Broadcast Network for over 19 years. High-quality printing services and warehouse distribution has been our hallmark since 1985, serving Fortune 100 companies for over 35 years. Check us out at www.dallascorp.com. Attention, all U.S. veterans. You have served this country with honor and pride. So why is it so difficult to receive the benefits you deserve? Filing a VA claim is complicated. It's cumbersome and time-consuming. Many veterans have a problem identifying what conditions they should apply for. VDAC... Veterans Disability Application Caddy is an online application that greatly assists you with filling out your application and identifying the disabilities that you're entitled to. The VDAC process takes about 15 to 30 minutes from start to finish. The entire process is simple and easy to use. The software automatically cross-references the VA database to determine what presumptive conditions you are entitled to as well as any secondary conditions. Once done, a fully completed VA form is generated with supporting material. To find out more, go to nifv.org and click on the VDAC button. Again, the website is nifv.org and click on VDAC. We're back. Back to Vietnam, and here's an opportunity to hear another famous song that we still hear today by Otis Redding, Sitting on the Dock of the Bay. Sitting in the morning sun I'll be sitting in the evening sun Watching the ships roll in Then I'll watch them roll away Watching the tide Sitting on the dock of the bay Wasting time I left my home in Georgia Headed for the Bristol Bay I had nothing to feel for Look like nothing's gonna come my way So at the dark of the day Watching the tide Now I'd like to ask Lieutenant General Retired Dave Grange, what did this song mean to you and your soldiers of the time? Over to you, General. Well, I, I think that uh, the, you know, the song sitting by the dock on the dock by the bay, uh, that really hit a nerve with, with most of the soldiers who served, uh, all servicemen who served in, in Vietnam. 
they know that song real well because they all started their trip in California or they, and they ended their trip if they were fortunate enough to in California. And that song sort of fit the dock at, at San Francisco Harbor. And I, when I went back to my second tour, I had the 2nd Battalion of the 506, 101st Airborne Division, and I had a first sergeant in B Company named Trent. And Trent was a wonderful man, a wonderful man, one of the Stinger Service Cross during his time over there. But he also formed a band in the 2506. And their favorite song was Sitting by the, by the Dock in the Bay. And and uh, I have a I have a tape of that song played by that band that he started in that company, and they played it all the time. Every chance they got, the band would get together and 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 uh, uh, played music for the soldiers. And the first old song they would always play was "Sitting by the Dock by the Bay," and I have a tape of that of that song. Uh, one of my one of my very precious memoirs of my my time in Vietnam. <laughs> You're listening to Veterans Radio Hour. Roll me, roll me, roll me, ready. Roll me, roll me, roll me. I'd like to introduce a song that many of us know, Heartbreak Hotel by Elvis Presley. Well, since my baby left me, well, I found a new place to dwell. Well, it's down at the end of Lonely Street, that Heartbreak Hotel where I'll be. I'll be just a lonely baby. Well, I'm so lonely. I'll be this lonely, I could die. Although it's always crowded, you still can find some room for broken-hearted lovers to cry there in the gloom. Be so, I'll be this lonely, baby. I'll be this lonely. I'll be this lonely, they could die. Keep flowing, the desk clerk's dressed in black. Well, they've been so long on the street, they'll never, they'll never look back and think it's so, think it's so lonely, baby. Well, they're so lonely, well, they're so lonely, they could die. Well, if your baby leaves you, you got a tale to tell. Well, just take a walk down the I sing it regularly. And uh, the thing that's important to me is that Elvis, among all entertainers, did not shy away from service. And when he went in the service, not only did he still pursue his music career, but he met his wife there. Uh, she was the daughter of an officer. He stayed throughout his service time. And then 
became the huge talent that we know after serving. He always had a soft spot in his heart for soldiers. And of course, uh, service people always had a soft spot for him. One night I got in a bad accident out there, area of Friedberg, and pulled a guy out of a burning fuel truck. So I'll, I'll never forget my time at Friedberg. You could say it's burned in my memory. But so is the memory of Elvis in that song. Marvelous song, huge talent, many more that he did that, that all of us hum and sing from time to time. Thank you, Ranger Doug. I'd like to go to one more in the Cold War, and actually it's a series. It's a series that you'll recognize that was during those times that everybody can identify with. Success 
Doug, some comments on those songs. What's important to remember about the James Bond series was they were originated by Ian Fleming, who was a British officer in their special intelligence service, uh, their, their MI6, their CIA equivalent. Uh, during World War II, he was instrumental in helping plan the operation that deceived the Germans about where we would invade in Sicily uh, that's covered in the book, The Man Who Never Was. He not only participated in that, but several of his anecdotes in his novels and in the films they depict, were things that he or others that he knew actually executed during World War II and at other times. But the interesting thing about all of those movies is, for the most part of the Cold War, they used the Russians as uh, an enemy and often would offset them by use of something called Spectre, but often Smurf, which was actually the KGB's directorate that was used to eliminate spies. Even on into Afghanistan, 
where in one of the movies, Timothy Dalton is fighting against the Russians who have invaded Afghanistan. So it's one of those things that not only gives you an idea of what soldiers and spies can do as far as tradecraft and equipment, but these songs also serve to be motivational to the troops. And they certainly motivated me throughout my career. Over to you, General. Well, thank you, uh, Ranger Doug. Appreciate that rundown. A lot of people I don't believe understand the history of, of the James Bond series and where those songs came from. So thank you very much. Well, that concludes our 35th program, Part 1. We'll begin our 36th program, Part 2, in just a moment. Thank you for listening. Please remember we're part of two programs in the Veterans Broadcast Network, our other program hosted by retired warrant officer Patrick Scroggin, a wounded aviator from the Iraq War. He sustained a horrible helicopter crash at night in combat, lost his leg, died on the operating table, came back to life. Fantastic athlete, super hunter, humanitarian, hosts a great show, brings in wonderful guests. It's a different focus than this program, but it's one that I think you would enjoy as well. His program airs on Monday nights, and it's called Wounded But Not Broken. Remember, we're on 12 platforms. Don't forget to subscribe. Ranger Doug out. Thank you for listening to Veterans Radio Hour. Veterans Broadcast Network, bringing you shows like Veterans Radio Hour, Wounded But Not Broken, No One Left Behind, 